0: She was like, hey, do you want to try this? Because we hate this. And <laughs> I had, it was all I had was like just vinegar bitters mixed with like club soda. And yeah. it was pr- really good for me personally. And I yeah, think everyone else good. who had it
1: hated it. <laughs> oh, man. I have some uh, malt vinegar and sea salt potato yes chips sir. in the mm-hmm. pantry right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a big fan of the regular
0: salt and vinegar chips, oh, but give me that malt vinegar. Ooh, Doug. All day long, baby. I literally just made homemade salt and vinegar chips yes. yesterday. Yes. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. And and how do you make the chips? chips? It's the easiest thing. Like, I you cut th- like three potatoes like thinly and you soak them in 2 cups of vinegar for like 30 minutes and then you just like put them on a pan and roast them in mm. the oven for like half an hour. Mm, nice That nice. like you just need to like lightly grease the pan and then like salt i put salt pepper and rosemary on it heck it yeah was, that sounds great that sounds awesome and I, I don't even know how long i actually put them in for because like i think i just got drunk and was like just walking over <laughs> to the oven and being like those could be crispier <laughs>
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 65 and my name is Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey everybody. And John Hines. Hey there. And, uh, you know, last week we talked about uh, Nintendo 64, and uh, this week we're going to talk about some Nintendo 65. Yeah, right. but, uh The GameCube. <laughs> the Let's direct sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, J- that was a terrible joke, but we're just going to keep rolling from there. And, uh, John, I know you've been... Uh, you uh, Neither Randall and I were both uh, terrible, terrible co-hosts because we didn't take any time to look into uh, Blazeball which you texted us about <laughs> in the Discord, probably a couple of weeks ago now. So yeah, yeah. we we mm-hmm. should have taken the time to check it out. Uh you've still been harping it uh or harping on it at us. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. What do you got to say about that?
0: So baseball I got into in uh season 2. Uh it is a uh live action uh sports I don't even it's it's very difficult to describe like without, you know, at least be have some familiarity with baseball in general, or like watching a like baseball ticker usually like on a website. Like if you've ever watched like a score recap of a sport like, it's very similar to that. And, like, it like has... Like, box score you know, stuff. Right. Or, like, yeah. you know, how... When you would watch a baseball game on, like, television, how in the bottom, you know, you would, it would show the, like, outs, the balls, and, like, the position of the, like, runners on base. Right. And so, like, it is basically just a distilled version of baseball in that respect, where, you know, it'll say who's pitching and who's batting and, like, all that information... And it functions on its surface like very much like at least it did at, in season one. It functioned very, <laughs> very closely to baseball where it was a 99 game season uh, that took place uh, Monday through Friday. And then the postseason would happen on sun- or Saturday. That's and great. And then on Sunday, it would reset. For- so, like, I missed the first season of Blaze Ball. It was still starting out and just, like, kind of having rumblings on the internet. <laughs> but it started, no pun intended, to reach a fever pitch around uh, <laughs> season two. When, like, everyone that, like, I, like, start, like, my sphere started getting involved in it. And, like, really following it. And... We are still in the discipline era of Blaseball. Um, and the thing that you need to remember is that the commissioner is doing a great job. I've heard that. Yeah, yes. I understand that that's the case. <laughs> is the commissioner a
1: real person? Mm-hmm.
0: Is anyone a real person in <laughs> Yeah, this might Here all be go. a simulation. Because, well, the, then the, that's the thing, is that like ball is also... like in one way it is just a fantasy baseball like experience with fictional Mm. teams and fictional players at the same time. It is also sort of a fictional world building or like tabletop RPG, like Mm. kind of like it is so community driven at the same way, like, or at the same time so that like there are storylines that are just created whole cloth separate from the uh, actual, like the literal website, which is just (laughs) blazeball.com. So like that is if you, all you did was follow blazeball.com. That is one thing where you would just get like, you know, little bits and pieces of information on the actual games that are being played like every hour of every day. Um, But there's also a very vibrant discord community. When I joined, there was like a thousand people had joined i don't know what it is now but like there were specific like discord channels for like each team you would like go into it and then you would you only have access to whatever team you choose so like i have uh i chose the chicago firefighters and for seasons one and two (laughs) firefighters were doing really really good but in season three God, I haven't even talked about the elections. Oh God! So there, <laughs> the there are other there are other things that uh, come into play, which uh, the, that separate baseball from baseball, and there are additional rules that get added every season, um, and they are voted on by the fans. And uh, the I I again I don't know if this was in season one an additional rule or if this was from the beginning but uh there is a there are rogue umpires who will incinerate players uh, <laughs> um, uh randomly there it, it not and for no reason it doesn't there doesn't seem to be any real reason, but that is the only way that players are freed from Ball. <laughs> um
1: and I'm if, not following any of this by the way but keep keep
0: <laughs> keep going, yeah. But, uh, like, because, like, yeah, there's you are at the time, like, when you are watching it or like following it, like, you are at the same time, like, kind of excavating as much information as you possibly can because it is either given you, like, from the website. Or from the commissioner, who is doing a great job. Of course. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, we're just putting together what little information is given to you. Um, One of the rules that was put, that was elected, uh, or that we've voted on and was put into place for season three was peanuts. And that was the only thing that was no description all it, like <laughs> like a lot of them were like oh like you know if uh like pl- the, the teams will be reshuffled in this case or like uh another one that got voted and which is i one of the reasons why the firefighters are not doing so well this season is that any team that didn't make the postseason got an additional strike so you have oh to strike boy. them out. They have to have four strikes oh in order boy. to get them out. So <laughs> the the teams have really changed in uh, rankings for, since last season. That's quite a handicap. Oh. So hold, hold on
1: real quick. Like what what is this based off of? Like are are you is this just like procedurally generated? players and outcomes or like, I'm not following what is like, yes. Like what is projecting these outcomes? Like what are you you actually following?
0: And like, uh, the firefighters, uh, since I've been following have, uh, had, uh, baby Urlacher and Atlas, (laughs) (laughs) um, and like, you know, they, they, you can sometimes the, you know, uh, in addition to elections, there are boons or bounties that you can, uh, Pray for, and some of them will like either randomly change your like shuffle your like lowest like three players, like and give you new ones, or uh, one of them like will replace the arm of your pitcher with a literal cannon, all right? Um, like that helps. So it's, it's again, it's but it's so nebulous. Like, I, I think I started to talk about how uh, like peanuts were uh established. And now suddenly, one of the weather conditions is just birds, <laughs> and like they're, because they're like since peanuts were introduced, like there's just been like th- like that it became another metric that you would have. Like you had coins that you could bet on outcomes, and then like then you once you amassed more coins, then you could buy votes, and that's uh, okay to like like go for elections or for bounties and like. But then, like, once peanuts were introduced, people just started getting millions of peanuts and, and like like the commissioner was not happy, and like <laughs> suddenly like th- but like again, this information is just being this slow trickle that is very asymmetric because you for all uh, as good as the job that the commissioner is doing it's still very hard to trust everything that like <laughs> the things that are being told to you as given as fact or like and because it's 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 just this really interesting way of storytelling that like i have not encountered in any other way and like the fact that you are doing this with like Literal other people like, yeah. Uh, and I'm in the Discord channel, like following games with like random people who, uh, and the motto of the firefighters is, We are from Chicago.
2: There you go. Um,
0: so <laughs> you'll just like, cry. see <laughs> anytime a homer is hit by Jeremy Butts on the Chicago firefighters, you'll just see in the Discord just dozens of people just like typing in all caps we are from chicago (laughs) so what what are you watching like are you watching like a ticker is it just like the?
1: it's just the ticker okay
0: yeah so and it happens in real time or like that's the other nice thing is that like if you're like me someone who enjoys baseball but really can't stand the fact that it takes hours and hours yeah sure Mm -hmm. that would be me as well having (laughs) having a game that lasts like 30 minutes is incredible like yeah. it's just and like, is it
1: is it like an actual ticker like can you be doing other things on your computer and like just have like a bar scrolling across the top or bottom it, it or is
0: it's like own do you tab. have to be
1: paying full attention okay like
0: you could probably have like a separate tab like op- open in like half a window or something and or like yeah, if you have yeah. another monitor just have it open but like it like is doing all games that are playing concurrently so like uh usually like I'll just like scroll it. So like the firefighters will be on the screen, but like, you know, it'll say who's pitching bot- top or bottom of whatever inning. And then the, you know, balls, outs and strikes. And like, it gives a little bit of play by play on like, Oh, like foul ball. Like now there's an extra strike. Yeah. Like it's, it is uh, like, at, at, at like both times it is a, uh, really good, way to scratch an itch for someone who like like still kind of wants to like you know follow baseball but not have to actually care
1: (laughs) yeah not have to watch 162 games or whatever they're like oh we're gonna do a shortened season this year it's only gonna be 95 games (laughs) I I don't know how many it is exactly
0: but it's like that's still a long ass season guys yeah so it's it's a great way to like lower the stakes to zero (laughs) and like still scratch that itch but also like give you just a bunch of like i don't know what like there are a lot of eclipses that happen and i don't know what effect that has on the season <laughs> but there's just way more eclipses than normally <laughs> <laughs> so
2: it, your like, core interactivity you're... with Ball seems to be besides being a fan and acknowledging that the commissioner is doing a great job oh yeah, your core interactivity is using your voting to affect the next season and put your team in a better position that way. I'm yes, thinking, right? I,
0: my, I'm mostly betting on like games to gain more money to place more boat v- votes on what i think will make next season very interesting which is uh a, a my my rule that i am hoping will get uh, enacted is that stolen bases count for a tenth of a run <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and i think that would be really interesting
1: <laughs> how uh how much like how much like, do you? How demanding is it that you pay attention to what's going on in the game? Like, are you doing other things while you're watching the ticker, or is it just like I, I am full blown like watching the ticker live and and adjusting things on the fly? I, I'm just t- kind of trying to grasp like what is going on here.
0: Depending on the, like you know if it's a meaningful game or like what like this season the firefighters are trash, so like I'm <laughs> not I'm basically checked out. Like I'm I'm not like following <laughs> it, but like before yeah. we were like. Number two, like in the league overall. And, like, you know, we had a good chance to, like, have a uh, go deep in the playoffs. So, like, I was really invested in, like, every game. I was like, oh, we're playing the Dallas Stakes. Like, that's going to be a good, like, if we beat them, that's going to put us in a great position. (laughs) So, like, yeah, I, I was still, like, kind of invested. But, like, again, you play each team, like, in, like, the, like, in each hour, you play them, like, three times. So even if you like I was missing like dozens of games per day and it didn't matter.
1: Yeah, it's not like that fantasy, especially with baseball. Like if you're playing fantasy sports like baseball is like they're rotating out players all the time. Like you really have to be watching the schedule. Who's oh, pitching? Yeah. Who's playing right. today? Like where football, fantasy football, which is the only fantasy sport I've personally played and only a couple of times. But it's like every sunday and monday honestly. it's like it's really easy to manage and maintain where baseball is like w- way more extreme no right? yeah
0: like cuz a ba- yeah like a baseball game or season has in real life has 160 or whatever literally right. 10
1: times as many games <laughs> as <laughs> football <laughs> yeah. as a football season yeah
0: yeah but no it's 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 scratching an itch on like multiple itches honestly of like you know someone who wants to see sports or someone who like wants to just see a really weird dystopian (laughs) sci-fi narrative unfurl in real time right it's it's i i think it's really fascinating and like i'm really excited to be a part of it like that's awesome just as like a fan like i don't need to really do anything but just like following it and participating in i think is really unique that i've never really seen anything like it that's yeah you so
1: gotta cool. send us or you already did send us the link to that discord or maybe just the website but send us a link to that discord because i'm definitely interested in checking this out oh yeah but uh for once i am actually playing a new video game wow. and uh for, you know one of the few times we're talking about a new video game that's not animal crossing uh i'm, <laughs> to say? I'm gonna be talking about uh, <laughs> carry on or carry in uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's uh, one of the newer games. It just came out I think this past week, maybe a week ago, but it's like a horror themed game. It's, you know, it's kind of a Metroidvania. It's, a lot of people are comparing it to, like, The Thing, and I would say that's uh, the, the film. Uh, right. And if you're familiar with that, I would say that's a pretty good comparison. You are kind of playing as, like, this tentacled just kind of brain mass Massive monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's... I don't know exactly how to explain it, but, like, i it came out again just a couple of weeks ago and it was a the day it came out it was on game pass so i was like hey this is yet another chance to cash in on that game pass subscription right and uh this game you know i randall you and i have talked about on the podcast before like how we're not crazy about like the super violent stuff right like the gory stuff and yeah. I, I i think john you're kind of in the same boat mm-hmm. um where we're not like that's definitely not an appeal to a video game right. for us. We're like, oh yeah, look at all that gore and whatnot. Um, we're to so the point where like I thought that that was maybe gonna be more of the focus of this game. like okay, it is kind of leaning into that like the thing like kind of gross, grotesque thing and you are playing as the monster so this is like the situation where you're you're killing people <laughs> you know like kind of like ape out you know where but even though with yeah. ape out you kind of feel like hey you're an ape that was in captivity you're on the run like it, you kind of felt like they deserved it you know you're li- yeah you're liberating yourself we're <laughs> like and I guess you're kind of doing the same thing as the monster like the game as the monster in this game because you do just kind of start out in like a test tube you shake the joystick a few times and you break out of the test tube and the game <laughs> just starts and I love that nice. (laughs) Like just absolutely love that. I've only played probably about an hour, hour and a half of this game or so, but it's got like a Metroidvania feel, but like mixed with like an arcadey vibe because it kind of like the way just the way it splits up the segments like there's no map, at least to the best of my knowledge, like I've not been able to look at a map at any point in time. But each, like, seg- or not section, or segment, whatever you want to call it, is, like, kind of interconnected in a way that, like, you can clearly see, like, okay, there's one more thing I can do in this area, but I clearly need a new ability that I don't have yet. Okay. Um, and so, like, as you're going through the levels, so as I mentioned already, you're going to be killing some humans, um, and certain types of humans that you can eat, you actually, like, eat them and consume them, and they will not only replenish your health, but after a certain point, you actually, like, upgrade and you, like upgrade your biomass or I, for, I forget exactly what the term they use is, but like you actually like evolve. So like you go from having four or five hit points to having 10 hit Ooh. points or d- double the hit points. And then if you, if you access certain like acid pools you can actually leave I'm, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself so like the way this game controls you're controlling this monster
2: and again it's like a 2d side scroller metroidvania type deal which that alone's pretty unique for a horror game there aren't that many 2d horror games in the overall scheme of things that's a good <laughs> point yeah and like the way it controls is really interesting because like especially
1: once you start like evolving a little bit and like a d- developing a bigger mass of flesh <laughs> like you said John <laughs> like you you have such a range like your tentacles or whatever they are that kind of reach off of your your body or whatever will grab onto anything so like the ceiling the walls anything so like you're pretty much it almost feels like you're controlling a top down game like it, you really have like <laughs> kind of full control like if you just want to move upwards, you just hold down up. You can climb up walls, you can climb on the ceiling, you can climb on just literally anything that you can touch. That's cool. And then otherwise it kind of plays like a twin stick shooter where you have to like use the other joystick to aim and like grab things with your tentacles, like I want to grab this like air vent or like you know duct that's kind of blocking the vent and I'm going to rip that out so I can climb through the vent. And almost like Mark of the Ninja style, there's like different paths you can take. Um and nice. then one of the things that I started getting to is like so now I've evolved to where like I I got this ability where I can kind of shoot like spider webs that will like maybe I can shoot it through like a tight gap and then it will like let one tentacle sneak through and then like pull on a switch that will open a gate that I can pass through or something like that but like it just like keep like it, it makes like situations like I just unlocked the new ability where you can hold down the button and dash through, like, wooden barriers that are a little bit heavier that you weren't able to break through before. Yeah. And at first, I those use the same button, so I was like, okay, you must have to just tap the button to use the web or hold it down to do the charge, and I was kind of confused. But you actually, if your creature is too large or if it's large enough, like, if you've evolved to that second stage of evolution or whatever, you can do, like, the the breaking through the barrier attack, but you can't do the web anymore. And then, again, like I mentioned before, those acid pools that you find you have to like drop off a portion of your biomass and like leave it there so that you can then have your web ability and then like Uh. maybe consume a few more humans to then grow again or replenish your health again just regularly and there's like just like little rooms you have to go in it's just like it's got this really like spooky just like haunting vibe and again I'm, i'm not always into the just chowing down on people (laughs) it's like it's kind of cool in this game like it it takes a little getting used to the controls for sure like especially that dual stick because you have to like when you open a door like you have to grab the door and then like pull the joystick away to like open it like so it's like it's kind of physics-y a little bit the way the controls work but it's this game is really really cool like again i just checked it out because i was like oh it seems like this is the game everyone's talking about and it's on Game Pass, so I might as well I have a subscription. I might as well Heck check yeah. it out. And it's really, really cool. And there's even segments into the game. Like I'm again, I'm only about an hour, hour and a half in, so I would say this is not too spoilery or anything, but like seems to be almost like a flashback where you will play as like a human. Um mm-hmm. and it even has like controls kind of like flashback on the Super Nintendo yeah. or like <laughs> Prince of Persia. Like it feels kind of like that a little bit like, you know, almost like overly animated yeah. you know it's like a little bit stiff priority. on the control yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's uh those sections aren't the best parts of the game but they're still just kind of like puzzly like get through this little section open a few gates and like It just shifts up the gameplay, and it seems to hint at, like, you know, there's some kind of story. Maybe I'm playing as the human that turned into this monster. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly, but uh, I'm really impressed with this game. Like, just the way it feels to play is so fluid. Like, fluidity is just the best way to describe the way this game feels to control. You can just, like, it's so like your your creature grows pretty large after even just like evolving to the second stage which is as far as I've gotten maybe it, you evolve beyond that but like you just zip around the levels so fast and it feels so fluid and like even when you're huge you just squeeze through these ducks and like it it just feels really really great to play once you get the hang of it
0: you got to eat
2: man you got to find the next kill <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to ask cuz like I was watching like videos and clips of you playing the game like Is there a jump button or is it all like just momentum based where like you can basically just like push in a direction and anything that you reach you can move over? It's
1: yeah, it's all just like push in a direction, like no jumping. And again, it's like as long as you... It, it, like I said before, like it almost feels like you're controlling a top down game, like even though you're playing a side scroller, like if you want to go upwards, you just point the joystick up and like your tentacles will probably grab something that will yeah. pull you upwards. So it, it feels really fluid in that sense,
0: because it also like honestly, it looked I forget what the name of the platformer was, but there was one where like it was like you controlled water and like i think it was called fluidity, fluidity. it was <laughs> uh, it was on nintendo uh yeah, we
1: yeah that like, game was
0: awesome yeah it, like they reminded me a ton like when i was watching clips of that because like you were moving like real quick like on like surfaces but in, like not like you know through like what you traditionally would which is like a lot of jumping in a metroidvania right, so like yeah. seeing you like tied to like the actual terrain looked really cool
1: it, it is really cool. Yeah. You kind of, and like, you'll see like, there'll be like scaffolding or like staircases, like metal kind of almost like, you know, the, the back of an apartment building or something yeah. in the city, like that kind of staircasing and like the enemies or like the, there will be guards. Sometimes they're just like scientists, but sometimes they're guards with guns and stuff, but they will be like walking around on those and they stay on those, but you can just zip right through those, like as if they're not even there, like That's they're, cool. they're just like you just grab onto the ceiling or grab onto the wall or grab onto anything nearby and just float right through them. Like it nice. It feels really great. Again, it just takes a little getting used to like the, to the dual trigger controls and like grabbing stuff and, and pulling it back towards you and like making sure that you're like eating the human to <laughs> regain your health. Like it took me a second to like, okay, you do have to actually like pull them like kind of into your your mass of flesh (laughs) to make sure that you consume them. So it's, it's, you know, it it takes a little getting used to for sure, but not very long. Like I said, and I do love, like, I just, there's so many games that do this now, but I love when a game just starts immediately. Yep. Like the, 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 the intro of the game is the tutorial kind of like super Metroid, you know? Yeah. Like it just starts off and you have like a boss battle right off the bat. And then it's like, okay, now you know how to play now play the game that's you know, awesome. like it's I, I really like that you know I, I can't stand when a game takes over an hour or even a half an hour just to like learn the ropes so right um that is certainly not the case with carry on so i, I highly recommend this one even if you're not someone who leans towards the horror stuff so
2: yeah i'm definitely gonna check that out got it down- yeah. downloaded already so nice yeah, that's nice. awesome
1: Nice. Well, uh, you know, I'm, I know I've just said I don't play a ton of horror themed games, but one more kind of horror ish themed yeah. game that I have been playing also on Xbox Game Pass. And you and I have both been playing a little bit of this, Randall. Yep. Um, and I can't say I put any huge time, you know, I put maybe two hours into it, but it's a game called Demon's Tilt. Yes, sir. Um, And it is a pinball, a virtual pinball game. Um and we've talked quite a bit of pinball stuff on the podcast in the past well particularly Randall has Yes sir. Um but I would say most of that stuff has been correct me if I'm wrong Randall but it has been like more like this is trying to emulate a realistic pinball experience. Yeah yeah for where the like most this part. is Yep. Yeah. Where the, this is more of like a, if you've ever, if you're familiar with stuff like, I think they're called like Alien's Crush and Devil's Crush on the Sega Genesis. Nope. On the Um, Turbo Graphics. Or Turbo Graphics. That's right. That's right. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's kind of more similar to that. Um, where it's like, it it even has a little bit of that, like 16 bit or even maybe a little bit of 30, more, more 32 bit. It's got some pretty cool pixel art. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the, I, I don't know. Why don't you talk? I've been talking a lot
2: here, Randall. So why don't you, I know you've just kind of dipped into it a little, but yeah. what do you think of uh demon's tilt so far? So the first time I played demons tilt and I, I did check it out mainly because it was on game pass, but the first time I checked it out, I wasn't super into it because it was so damn zoomed out that I'm like, <laughs> and I, I kind of sit, my living room's kind of big enough where I sit pretty far away from my TV. And yeah, you know, I'm not the youngest man anymore in the first place either. So it's like <laughs> this, this shit is like really zoomed out. Like I'm having a tough time and it's like, it's it's like a pinball machine setup, essentially. So it's it's more in that vertical, you know, Tate mode type of presentation, even though it's presented yeah. on my obviously horizontal, you know, diagonal television. So I'm like, wow, I you know, this looks really cool, but man, I'm having a tough time here. And I think it was late, so I didn't bother getting into any of the options, but I saw there was a million of them, and I'm like, yeah, let me play something else tonight. And then mm-hmm yeah i talked to you about it kevin and you're like no man there's a million options go in there you can adjust some sliders regarding zoom and you know tons the, of options yeah tons of options you can add a little that little flash thing on the on the ball kind of like they did with the uh, the puck in like a couple of seasons of the nhl in the 90s so you can find i always it thought easier. that was weird that they just stopped doing that the people hated the puck. it yeah, I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked
1: it. A lot of people didn't, so that's why they got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, after, after they put it in Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey, they were like, we've had enough.
2: It totally worked there, though.
1: <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, Maybe
2: that's where I actually liked it, yeah. and not in real life. Yeah, I mean, the goalie literally turns into a brick wall in Wayne Gretzky's <laughs> 3D Hockey, so you don't need a lot of realism there. Um, yeah. But back to Demon's Tilt. So I played it again after you chided me about it and I adjusted options and zoomed it in and I got into it and I'm like, Oh, yes, this is, this is great. Nice. Like one of it's the, so good. Yeah. One of the better pinball games I've played in a while, I would say. And yeah, yeah. not in someone that's naturally super drawn to the virtual pinball stuff necessarily, but I do really like devil's crush and aliens crush on, uh, Turbo graphics. So <laughs> kind of happy to see the spiritual successor here. And yeah. It's it's one table, but that one table is really, really great. Um, yeah. It's got a lot of aspects to it. Yeah. Like it's almost like they they I think in the description
1: it calls it like a three-tiered cathedral. And yeah. it kind of is like it is like this, you know, there's demons all over the place, and it even has, like, bullet hell elements of it where there's, yep. like, enemies that are shooting these kind of crazy bullet patterns that, like, when the ball hits it, it kind of blocks it, essentially. Yep. Um. But as you, like, there's, like, kind of the main bottom tier that has, like, this kind of ghoul at the bottom, and then there's, like, the middle tier that has this kind of, like... I don't know, queen looking yeah, demon in the middle. Like
2: that's wearing a crown with like a basket and you want to get the ball in the basket. So that'll like fire up into the top section where you really can get a lot of points and, you know, start hitting some objectives. Yeah, there's, like, a
1: snake and a lion and some other thing up there, like a revolver rotating lock system. Like, just so many crazy things. And one of the things that I really like, you know, you talked, or I mentioned at the beginning, like, most of the games you've talked about have been, like, kind of realistic-feeling pinball. And this one, for the most part, I mean, the physics feel Mm realistic-ish. But, like, it has just that little, like, that extra, like when you hit the ball with like an essentially enough momentum, like towards a ramp, like the game's just going to like suck the ball into that ramp. And like, I love that. Like all the little stuff that's like annoying when you're playing real pinball. Yeah. This game like gives you that little bit of edge and it even lets you like move the joysticks to tilt the cabinet a little bit. So like, if you're like, Oh, that ball's going to fall down the, the pit. Like I can just shift it just a little bit, you know, and like kick it to the right or kick it to the left. And like, I felt that up until I realized there was like the extra mode. I think it was just called EX mode. Yeah. Um, which just adds in like a few new rules, which it doesn't really describe, at least not that I was able to find, but it also adds
2: in like extra sub tables that you can unlock. Yeah. Um, were you able to see any of those Randall? No, I just kind of stuck with the normal mode. I was so sucked into that that I didn't even try anything else. Um, yeah, it's basically the same. You know, it's a, it's that same table. But just every
1: once in a while, you'll like kind of those certain kind of trigger points that will unlock like a little mini table. Nice. Um, and it feels very like Metroid Prime pinball on the DS. Always you know, we were talking about sign. the DS earlier, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, yeah, never a bad sign. No. <laughs> um, my my one thing I'll say, you know, I, I know, like you said, Randall, I think the one table they have here has a ton of variety like it it feels great i played it for about 2 hours earlier today yeah. uh, right before we recorded the podcast um but i think this game does go for about 20 bucks yeah um and that does seem you know i'm but we're both playing it on game pass so like i'm just like hell yeah this is awesome yeah I don't know that it has enough there at that $20 price tag. I got to say that even though the pre- the presentation's great. Yeah. Everything about this game is solid. And I know we don't talk a ton about like price tags, but like, I got to say, I'd, I'd be a little disappointed if I dropped 20 bucks and like, Hey, there's not anything more than this, even though the game is awesome. And it, the presentation is worth 20. It's like, it's, I'm kind of torn, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. just in this weird, like in between of like, the game's amazing. I really want to recommend it, but I'd also maybe this is me being unemployed right now too. But like, twenty bucks is twenty bucks, you know. Sure. And I don't know that I'd be super pumped to buy a single table. But then again, if you bought a real pinball machine, oh god, you know, <laughs> you know if you're if you're thinking Thousands. about, you know, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, <laughs> but but again, when you can probably spend twenty bucks on one of those like collections, like you have, and get multiple tables, right. you know, it's like what it what. I, I don't know. I, I just had a little bit of a tough time wrestling with the value of it, like giving it such a strong recommendation. Cause I do love this game. Yeah. Um, i I I think
2: it's i do i i I see that argument and i yeah obviously a lot of indie games in its tier or more on the 15 dollar level i don't want to get too much into like devaluing indie work necessarily exactly that's kind of where i yeah i'm just like i feel bad about that (laughs) but i'll also say i i seriously considered the switch version even though i have game pass because i have that flip grip and it looks like mm, yes. there's a Tate mode with this. And I feel like oh, there that would is. be the best possible way to play this. You yeah. know? So I'm like, oh. Like, I almost, I, you know, I considered it. Um, if there's, there's, there's a, a sale, there's a I might look that way. For sure. Yeah. I, like
1: you said, I, I definitely don't mean to devalue the game in any way. Cause yeah. like I said, it's, it is awesome, but I just feel kind of bad being like, Hey, I'm, I'm essentially playing this game for free and like being like, Hey, you should pick this game up for 20 bucks. <laughs> I feel like kind of guilty in a way saying that for some reason, it's a but, slam
2: dunk at the very least. If you have game pass to just download yes. it and give it a shot. If you have any passing interest in pinball.
1: Yeah, and and definitely a, like put it on your wish list and pick it up on sale like you said. Or again, if you I mean if you're a pinball fan, it's it's there's nothing it's great. Yeah, there's no reason it's not worth $20. I don't even know. i kind of feel bad I even brought that up now. But <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Demon Sultan is twice. really really rad. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get it on Game Pass and on Switch. I might, honestly. <laughs> yeah i i might follow suit i've done it i've done it a few times so it wouldn't be the first yeah but uh but john i know you have been playing and I, I is this a demo or i know you've been putting some time into smash brothers with a new character but I, is it fully actually released now or oh yeah
0: oh yeah no this was okay. uh the last fighter that was added um they've uh i think they've started the second season of uh fighter packs. Uh they yeah, definitely finish the
2: first. Pass or whatever it is. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And like they just keep adding more stuff and <laughs> more mechanics. <laughs> and like I remember when like uh uh piranha plant was added to Smash and I was like good lord <laughs> they are really adding like they're stretching yeah no <laughs> I, like I was I was saying they they're adding like just like wild new ways like for fighters to interact because like for a while there you know i was like okay cool how many like fire emblem like sword characters can we add (laughs) all of them that like the only difference is is like okay uh lucina does more damage if you hit in the middle of like the hitbox for her sword whereas marth is like at the tip so like that's where you're mostly like changing your strategy but like Once they added, like, Piranha Plant, I was like, oh, they are completely changing how you approach, like, just fighting any character with, like, these wildly different characters. And uh, the character that they added most recently is Min Min, who I was very happy to see because she was the only character I played in the ARMS uh, test punch demo. (laughs)
1: Nice.
2: Uh, She's got ramen on her head.
0: How nice that they added the one character I played. They uh, knew they could transfer my main over.
2: Um, (laughs)
0: But yeah, Min Min controls very differently. Like I'm always a fan of the melee characters in, uh, or like the non weapon melee characters in smash. Sure. Uh, I, I like how that, you know, they're typically closer range, but like you have a lot of, uh, you know, aggressive play styles that focuses more on dodging, like, uh, but like also being very close into the action. You think a lot
2: of grappling too, potentially.
0: Yeah, and like the thing that I really like about Min Min is that like she is like a kind of ranged melee attack because yeah. the whole concept of arms was that you know you had these really long extendable spring like arms. So uh, instead of having a typical like it's also kind of similar to like how uh, Ryu and Ken are in Smash, where they are kind of closer to how they control in Street Fighter. Even, like, I love that. Even like carrying man. over the actual button Ooh, inputs from those games. I love it. It's yeah. And like being able to, you know, do the quarter circle forward and like Hadoken. like yep. felt great the first time yep. that you do that. And like they can't really do that, you know, with the motion controls and arms. But what they did do was they uh, took out um, like the B attack as kind of a special attack, and just made you have two standard attacks. But A and B are your left arm and right arm. Ah, okay. And like they are like like in arms where you could swap out your arms so that they like they would have different types of attacks like if you press down b that's the only difference between like a and b is that down b will swap one of your arms like into another one so you can like rotate them through like you know like you were changing a weapon and that's so
2: cool yeah. yeah
0: and like but both of them like as you like charge them for smash attacks you know like it's similar to like in arms you're like you're mostly like trying to like charge them up so that you're like hitting at a distance but you're waiting for someone to come within range but like yeah you have a much larger range and you're just uh it the way that like it just incorporates a completely new play style to like smash i'm just constantly like impressed with how um, and again, like I'm not playing, you know, in tournaments and I'm not playing in like mostly online. So I, I don't, ha- right. don't know what the rebalancing is in like the online or competitive smash communities. But like from someone who is primarily playing as a one player experience or just
2: with friends. Yeah. Like, I really like the variety that it adds. That's so fun. I love the characters they've added recently that have been so different, like you know banjo and kazooie or cloud or all these yep. that like they or you know ken and ryu that all add elements of their base games into yeah. smash brothers it's yeah. just like a step beyond what sakurai and team needed to do to bring those characters in but they did it anyway yeah which there's is really so cool. much love and care put into every single character yeah it's awesome i i do have a question i i didn't get a chance to download this yet but i'm going to because i love arms I, mm-hmm. i'm a big supporter of arms so i will get min min uh in my smash game if you mm-hmm. press a and b at the same time do you grapple oh i have
0: not tried that
2: that uh, I, that like <laughs> that had not even occurred to me like because the other Cause thing that's is how it like, works John's in arms. was basically. great
0: <laughs> I, I i also like yeah f- this was the first uh Or like, I don't know what they if they're smash directs or whatever they like they're specifically called when Sakurai does the introductions. Like as soon as I saw it was Min Min, I like also I didn't watch the rest of the video. Like I don't know why, but like most of the time I was like play it. Yeah. Like most of the time I would be like, Oh, what's the what's this character? How are they gonna control? But as soon as I saw like I saw the basic like swapping the arms like in like A and B and I was like, okay, I think I can figure that out. So like I didn't even think about like but that would be such a good... Ah, that would be a really good
2: touch. I know. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm going to download that. I'm going to check that out.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I still need to... Because I only played that... Like, probably the same thing that you did, John. The arms, like, trial or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was really cool. Like I, I, had a, I just played online against some random person. It was, I think they, they do like kind of like Splatoon, like the random, like tournament yeah. weekend trial or whatever. Yeah, yep. And I was like, man, this game is really cool. Even it with is. the motion controls, which is something I'm not super into. I definitely tried the pro controller cause Randall specifically suggested that. Like he was like, hmm. if you're going to try it, play it with the pro controller. And yeah, it's a very interesting fighting game. It's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's, it kind of takes elements of like. Power stone, yeah, but like it's definitely more from more over the shoulder party. perspective. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's a it's a cool game that I need to play more of and need to get, actually, because I don't have that game.
0: Yeah. I love arms. Like I, I mentioned it like before we started recording that like I really liked the demo I played of ARMS, but like I could already feel myself getting outpaced by the people <laughs> who were playing it. And I, I have the same problem. I just didn't have it in me to like be diligent
2: enough to be good at the game hashtag fighting games yeah Yeah, i was
1: like
0: fun mechanics
1: (laughs) but if this is strictly kind of or at least primarily multiplayer Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna get just like i do with smash you know i usually skip those because like if i'm gonna play it i'll play it at a friend's house but like i'm not gonna get the value out of playing that game at my house on my own i'm just, just for me personally
2: yeah um i did but i understand that sentiment hmm yeah did you play with tina at all or did you were you just playing the single player mode no i played some with tina played some with other buddies that are local here uh, played a little bit online but i played the arcade mode and just kind of the single player mode because you still unlock characters doing that and you know right. beat your own yeah. scores because it is an arcade mode at its core um yeah and they they kept updating it over time and tweaking it and nice you know finding better characters that i that i liked better as i unlocked who was your more main and, uh actually the first uh the boss is ended up being my main uh god it's been long enough that i can't remember what his name is he's like bison kind of he kind of looks like, <laughs> a bit like m bison <laughs> but he's my dude he's like a beefy dude that smashes really hard That's generally my type in those type of games mm-hmm. that's
1: a that's a good point that you mentioned though because like in the demo it was just i think there were maybe like one or two maybe three playable characters but like there was no incentive to unlock more. So like right. if mm-hmm. there was a single player mode of just like, Hey, I need to unlock more characters or I need to yeah. get this or that or unlock a new item or ability or whatever, you yeah. know, the, I could see that working a little bit more effectively. Right. In the context of the actual game.
2: Yeah. Arms is yeah. great. Hope they make a sequel. Me yeah. Too. I'm down. <laughs>
1: Well, we got one more game to talk about tonight, and uh, I'm the odd man out here because I'm now the only one who hasn't touched my uh, resolution game because <laughs> Randall is uh, getting on that. I know you uh, have uh, spent a little bit of time with Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom, Randall. Which, uh, God, it's been eight months now. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> which is, I, I'm saying that as someone who has, I don't even own or have any means of playing the game Undertale
2: that I... Uh, Resolved to play. So well, I don't know if that's better or worse than my situation, where I bought the game like <laughs> when it came out, and it sat on my shelf all this time. But I have
1: unwrapped physically, it. of course, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, unwrapped it physically, of course.
2: Yes, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and it's nice. It comes with a manual and everything. Uh, Fdg Entertainment published it, so they put the nice manual in there and other little 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 things in there for you for the collector um, game. Uh, the developers, game Eltier. um (laughs) but so this is monster boy in the cursed kingdom uh the the main director is the guy that worked on some of the old wonder boy games and this straight up is like another one of those monster boy or wonder boy games like it is a retro game but it looks so beautiful like the game looks like animation cells rather than sprites like it's like hand-drawn beauty um Yeah. Kind of like that other uh, Monster Boy or Wonder Boy. Uh, I think yeah. it was Dragon's Trap. Dragon's Trap Is that
1: the name of it? It was like yeah.
2: a remake or whatever on
1: the on the Switch, right? Uh, on uh, multiple platforms, ago. but yeah, yeah, it was like it had the hand drawn, or you could switch into the retro. I think it was originally a Master System game or an correct. arcade game. Master
2: System and uh, Turbo Graphics among others. I was
1: gonna say I was nervous. I was waiting for
2: you to say Turbo Graphics <laughs> as soon as I opened <laughs> my mouth. On there, it's called the Dragon's Curse, but that's ah, a nice gotcha, fun gotcha. Fact
1: and there's it. there, yeah, there's the Wonder Boy series is so. Cr- we're not the first ones to say this but like between adventure (laughs) island and monster boy and wonder boy it's just like what the hell are these games the numbering system is so crazy (laughs) yes but it's kind of it's kind of nice to just get like hey this is just like kind of part of the series but kind of outside of it yeah it's just like its own thing
2: it is um, but it definitely is one of those uh so if you wanted another one of those it is that (laughs) <laughs> like to a T like it's a Metroidvania, but it's a like a simplified Metroidvania where, you know, it, there are things you can't get to, but they're mostly like extras. They're not things you like have to have to progress. Generally, um, there are some of those things. Uh, the main conceit of this game is you're a character that gets cursed, hence cursed kingdom that you can then turn into different monsters Hence Monster Boy. Uh, The first couple of (laughs) monsters that I've become have been a pig whose main trait is that he can smell out different truffles and things and like secrets in a given screen um, to unlock, you know, switches or treasure chests or whatever else to advance. Um, And then the snake can get into small holes that you kind of see when you're the pig but you can't quite get into yet that like allow you to get into different rooms um, and, you know, allow you to get into you know secret areas. Um, the snake can also shoot venom that can take out certain enemies where the pig can't. Uh, the snakes faster than the pig. And that comes into play where there's a lot of platforming challenges. So far, I haven't got that far into this game yet. It seems like it's going to be pretty big, um, from what I can okay. tell so far, like seemingly quite a bit longer than some of the other Monster Boy and, and Wonder Boy games, um, which I'm fine with. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's it's just like so beautiful to look at. There's a lot of reprising of uh, some of the classic soundtrack of these previous games so like for fans they'll be able to pick up on that really fast that like oh yeah i remember that track from monster boy 3 or you know uh uh, wonder boy in monster world you know a lot of tracks uh, a lot of themes from that you're picking up the coins just like you were from those games but yeah there's no experience points to get or anything like that it's very much a streamlined retro game at heart that just looks pretty and is in widescreen now Nice. Yeah. Are you, is it a game
1: where you're like these characters or animals that are monsters that you're swapping between? Are you swapping, uh, swapping between them on the fly or is that something you have to like get to a checkpoint to change? Or
2: once I got the snake ability, I could flip between them on the fly and that just happened and I'm probably, I don't know, two or three hours in. Uh, okay. So I think from that point on, I can, you know, I'll be able to swap with the future creatures that I get at that point, seemingly, which is nice because that's huge. That's already come up with some of these puzzles in some of these like platforming challenges where I'll have to flip from one to the other, start with a pig smell for a secret, you know, that opens up uh, a switch. I flip the switch. I then turn into the snake because the snakes faster can get to the end before the timers up type of stuff. A right. lot of those and it's type all platform, but it's
1: challenges. all nice and fluid. Like you're not having to like go into menus oh, no. and swap out. That's no. awesome because yeah, that that can be. There's some games I love. Like one of my favorite things in video games is different power ups or different. You know, just in Mario three, getting the frog suit yeah. or the Tanuki so all the different. I just love that stuff. Or Mega Man getting all the different power ups, but like. Yeah. Not being able to like use them effectively or you like having to keep diving into menus to keep swapping them out. It's like I don't want to don't make it difficult for me to use what's like cool about
2: this game, you know. There is a so. little bit of that because there are sub weapons that you collect, and you can get, you know, either a five count or a ten count of said sub weapon. Either if it's like a fireball or your boomerang or whatever, and you have to collect those things generally by defeating enemies or finding places a la Metroid where those things will spawn for you, so you can collect more of them. And sometimes mm. you need those things to get through a certain challenge. So there's a little bit of like a retro jankiness to it there, but you know, kind. Of over time, you just get used to that too. And it hasn't yeah, been farming the complaint.
1: enemies a little bit or yeah. something. Or yeah, that's just that just comes with the di- that's just part of the trade.
2: It is, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of have to know what you're getting into, exactly. And I'm into it, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, you know, I, I was hoping to get a little bit of time with this one because I also have that cartridge on my switch. Okay. But uh, I was kind of waiting once I just burned enough time, I was like, I'll wait and see what Randall has to say. But since you're feeling pretty positive yeah, on it, I'm I think I'll it. pop that
2: in this week, yeah. yes. And I know so, you, you like uh, Monster World, and if you like that game, you'll like this game.
1: Yeah, particularly, I think it was Monster World, or uh, the fourth one, Monster, or Monster Boy 3. It's it's three, if you're talking about the Genesis yes, one. Yes, on the Genesis, yep. but also Monster Boy 4, is or awesome. Monster World 4, I think, it, Monster World
2: 4. Again, yes. I don't
1: remember what
2: they're all called. I think it but, is uh, Monster World 4, where you play th- as the lady and the, yeah. that's the one that came only to the U.S. on the Wii, I believe. Like and
1: on the, P- I had it on the PS3. I right.
2: downloaded it. It was like a downloadable game, but yeah. initially a Japanese-only Genesis game. Yeah.
1: Yes, and really awesome. Yeah, like it's a really game. cool game. So yeah, really cool to see this series kind of living on in a, yes. in a way.
2: Yes. So surprising, but I'll definitely take it.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I think we can pretty much wrap it up there this week, guys. Uh, as always, you can find links to uh, everything in the episode description. We've got Discord, uh, which I always forget to mention. And Randall is always uh, That's right. <laughs> on top of reminding <laughs> me of. But we've got YouTube links. I've got the 15 Minutes of Game series that are tons of videos in that now. Heck yeah. Everything we've talked about today, or at least that I've talked about today, Carry On and uh, Demon's Tilt. I have videos of both of those games up. Um, and yeah, we got... Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Links at the very bottom and timestamps, all that stuff. But thanks for uh, listening as always, everybody. And uh, have a great week and take care. Bye-bye. See ya. But yeah, I think we could pretty much wrap it up there this week. Uh, As always, we have links in the video. God
0: damn it. (laughs) All right.
1: One more try here. (laughs) (laughs) that's just embarrassing